Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bus and Barker on Basketball. Uh, I am joined by my host with the most, AJ. How, how's it going, man? Lower to the left. <laughs> I saw you talking about uh, about the greatest rapper of this generation saying it's Kendrick Lamar, and I, I must say that I, I absolutely agree with you. Our Lord and Savior, Kendrick Lamar. Yes, absolutely. Greatest rapper of this generation, uh, followed by J. Cole. J. Cole's a close second, very close second, but Kendrick Lamar. Uh, it's undeniable what that man does. Uh, and this man is probably about to just not drop another album for 10 years and people going to be playing his last four albums in steady rotation. I mean, that's power right there. Oh, I, I was I was a little saddened you had the Canadian in the mix for the top five, but, you know, it is what it is. That guy can make hits, but... Uh... His stuff doesn't really seem to have staying power. No, it, it especially doesn't. The, especially the newer stuff. His his newer stuff is trash. I ain't even gonna lie. But the thing is, is that Drake Drake has done what a lot of artists have failed to do, which is he knows how to stay relevant, even if it means switching up his style. Drake can still get you bars, but this year alone, he dropped that awful project with 21 Savage which shout out to 21 Savage for carrying Drake for 16 tracks um, <laughs> because that that shit was garbage <laughs> um, and then he dropped Honestly Nevermind which I was like okay I like dance music you know what I'm saying I like that type of genre I don't like it from Drake um, but he had a couple of hits on there you know uh, but he just he knows how to stay relevant and Drake did something that Two Chains made popular. That Two Chains successfully did. Drake makes strip club anthems. Not that I go to the strip clubs, everybody. <laughs> but it's like when you listen to a song, you just like, oh, that'll probably be played in a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or you like, oh, you know, that's probably a dope dealer who's gonna listen to that when he's driving in his in his car or something like that. You know, uh-huh. Drake knows how to make that music. Nice little segue into a recovery beer. Yeah. <laughs> the quote last night from uh, from Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. After I need a recovery up, uh, beer. Like 60 and 20 and some odd such. A stat line yeah. which uh, not even the great uh, Wilt Chamberlain ever had. But, you know, Wilt has – he scored 100 points. So. Exactly. <laughs> Wilt scored 100, you know what I'm saying? D book scored 72, 71. You know, so Lucas still got some work to do, even though, yeah, that was a 60 20 10 game, first ever in NBA history. Uh, that, that's pretty know. amazing. I gotta admit, that's, yeah. that's a heck of an effort, especially because they were, they were down like nine points with like 36 seconds left and they came back and won. That's just yeah. that's incredible, man. It's incredible, man. He's doing all that just for the math to get bounced in the second round again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Luca. They they really should have just retained Brunson because I I just don't understand the thought process. Great second ball handler. I I don't know. It's it, you you can't find a replacement for Brunson like with the money that you have to spend. I, it just seemed like a bad move. 
It did, <laughs> but you know, Mark Cuban didn't want to spend uh what was it, hundred and eighteen is what he got from New York? Something like that. Yeah. He didn't want to spend that. Uh, he's but running he a tax shelter down there in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, the man can barely afford to keep the lights on with how much he's paying some of these guys. <laughs> he's spending money like the Lakers in twenty twelve. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man, you know, speaking of speaking of Luca, speaking of Luca, and and what what he's doing this season, which absolutely has been incredible. I've been trolling a couple people by saying Jaws better uh, on Twitter. Uh, just for the record, guys, Jaws a better athlete, but what Luca is doing on a vodka and hookah diet is incredible. Um, just for the record, the fact that this man can drop 30 a night and he drinks vodka, that's vodka in his cups. I don't care what nobody say. And be smoking hookah on the weekends. I'm very impressed. Uh, but speaking of what he's doing, what do you think about, uh, this season so far? We're almost, we're almost at the halfway point. If you had to give out awards right now, who would your MVP defensive player of the year Six man of the year, rookie of the year, B. Also, most uh, improved player. Ooh, those are very good questions. Um, well, most improved is a tough one. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go a little bit homer, and I'm gonna go with Lori, uh, Lori Markinen for the most improved because I, I think he has a really good case. Guy's looking kind of like an all star this year, and that wasn't the case in Cleveland last year. He's been a featured guy. Um, mm-hmm. I mean. He's he seems like he's taking another step. He's putting it all together. So you know, shout out to Lori, yeah. uh, uh, Lori. I, I can't remember how to say it. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Lori, but it might be Lori. Let's just yeah. go with Lori. It sounds cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, my MVP. I, I was leaning Steph Curry before he got hurt, but since yeah. the injury. Uh man, Kevin Durant is looking like a beast this year. I, I might have he to is. go KD. He is, yeah. That's no, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, I would yeah. say, that was, I would player. agree. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, see, that one for me is a little bit murkier. Uh, I don't think I've, I don't feel like I've been paying that much attention to the defensive player. Uh, I mean. Definitely not that guy on the Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't know what's going oh, on up there. <laughs> La Baguette? Poor dude. Poor La dude. Baguette? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I honestly don't know what's going on with that Wolves team. Honestly, cre- cre- credit to Quinn Snyder for putting uh, Rudy in position to succeed because I don't know what's going on with Chris Finch and, and everybody on the staff up there. But yeah. It seems like. They, they don't know what's going on. Oh, miscommunications, playing Rudy spot minutes down the stretch in a close game versus the Heat that they lose by three. Just ugh, weird. Weird. Um, Very much so. I don't know. I might go with, like, uh, Jared Allen or somebody for Defensive Player of the Year. Elite rim protector. Yeah. Elite rim protector. Okay, I dig it. The sun's been looking good too, though. You can always go with the 
we had defensive ace or, or two over there. Yeah, none to do. You know, uh, I was about to make a Chris Paul joke, but I'm going to just let you keep going. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Let's, what, who you got for your awards? Man, uh, I'll start most improved. Most improved player, I will either agree and go Laurie Marketing or uh, I'll say I'll sound like a homer, but what Shea Gilgis Alexander is doing this year is incredible, you know. Um, and what he's doing in Oklahoma City, the way he's scoring, how efficiently he's scoring, uh, people people got to pay attention to that. Um, so I would say it's probably one of those two guys. Uh, as a as a most improved player candidate, uh, who I would give it to defensive player of the year. Oh, gosh, honestly, and this is gonna sound tragic, but because he routinely gets dunked on. Um, but I'm gonna be honest, man. I like Giannis. I like Giannis as a defensive player of the year. Um, he's a Ooh. He's pro- he's probably one of the most complete players in the NBA. Ooh, that's, uh, that's Brooke Lopez a sleeper. Brooke Lopez definitely. Um, I actually saw a stat. He is. You sent it to me. You sent it to me. I think. You know, he's like leading the league in contested shots or altered sh- all this defensive stuff. What Brooke Lopez is doing is um, incredible. Yeah. So I mean, I could absolutely agree with that being a case. Um, let me see for rookie of the year for rookie of the year I'm probably going probably going Paolo Bancaro that makes sense I think that's a that's a good pick what he's um, doing is, is really great I'm going to go Ben Simmons <laughs> <laughs> for the 10th year in a row <laughs> Ben Simmons. <laughs> no, I probably I probably agree with you on Paolo. Yeah, probably cool. probably him. Um, because honestly, no other rookie is standing out the way he is. Um, making an immediate impact, you know. Uh, you know, so I, I like him at rookie of the year, six men of the year. Uh, you already know I'm going with Russell Westbrook. He going with he Russell been, Westbrook. He has been really. Uh, adjust into that role really well and uh it you know it he just had to check the ego thing about starting a little bit and lo and behold you know he's he's look looking good at. he's looking good yeah. in that role. <laughs> look at where he's at right um yeah. but see here's the thing i have three people for my six man of the year that i'm kind of floating with right now russell westbrook top of the list um, what he's doing as a six man, nearly averaging a triple double as a six man, um, is it's amazing, right? Um, Jordan Poole, though, he has been really, really solid, um, in a six man role, uh, very solid in a six man role. Uh, I like what I'm seeing out of Jordan Poole, um, and then you got. Uh, also, a sleeper pick because the Kings are doing so good. Malik Monk. Ooh, ooh, I like it. Beam team. Malik. Yep. I mean, and look, man, the Kings have not been good 
for them. It's been a very long time since the Kings yeah. were like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, we're talking uh, Chris Webber days. Yeah, you know, so you, you're talking nearly two decades of pain for those fans. And Malik Monk is looking, he, he's looking really good in the role he's playing there. Uh, so those are like the guys. MVP, though. Um, MVP. Oh, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. I already said Paolo Mancaro. Yeah, never mind. Uh, also, Oklahoma City's Jalen Williams. Just be on the lookout for him. He's doing really good. Um, MVP, probably. If it was still a little bit earlier in the season, I would have either said uh, Luca or Giannis. But right now, because of what he's doing with a lack of production, like if he's not on the floor, the production immediately goes down. Um, is 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 going to be uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, and here's why I say that. Right now, he's averaging, I think it's like he's he's it's twenty twenty five. He's averaging 25, 11, and 9 right now. When you take him off of the floor, he you immediately see Denver has no idea what the hell they're doing. Oh, man, they're putrid without him. It's crazy. Right? Like night And, I mean, <laughs> the man just had, like, a, a 40, 15, and 15 game. You know, 40, 15, 15. Like, he's, what he does, you can't. That that's something that's undeniable, is what he does. Um, yeah, so if if first in the West now, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm going, I'm going with, I'm going with Nikola Jokic. Uh, if here's here's what I will say, and I'm still gonna sound like a homer, but if the Oklahoma City Thunder make the playoffs, Shea Gilders Alexander will be a top five MVP candidate. I respect it. Respect it. Because yeah, he's going to he's gonna have to put them on his back to get him there. <laughs> he's going to have to go 06 Kobe. We're going to need a couple 50 points, 50 point games out of this man. Um, which they just won last night. You know, uh, they are half a game out of the play in, one game out of the play in spot. Um, Spurs won last night too. <laughs> <laughs> that just made me choke. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're yeah. not wrong. That just, oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. No, they absolutely won last night. I gave away tickets uh, for their game, the uh, the Spurs Thunder game. I gave away tickets uh, to that game last night. So um, wait a minute. Was last night this? Uh, yeah, I mean, when they mm-hmm. win, when they lose, they lose. When they win, they lose. When they <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Them losing I, is it's big time. Well, you they know what's that? Yeah, you know what's funny is that you know they just beat the Jazz the other night, so they they figured they had to give one back. <laughs> yeah, had to had to give one back. Had to give one back. Had to give one back, man. What is speak, speaking of man? Jazz were first in the West. I saw a tweet. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> they were number one in the West. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna expose the people I saw on Twitter who were like, 
This is the best team in the West. But <laughs> well, I ain't gonna say their names. It is it is Twitter, so I think people are just having fun. But sometimes I I know some people are quasi serious on there, so it's like the folks that I that that I tend to be more serious. I'm like. Man, y'all y'all do realize like we're like ten games into the season, fifteen games in, and you know this foolishness is not gonna last. <laughs> I was thinking that Stales out here, Jordan Clarkson, the MVP, and that, and but this the thing is like yeah, some of these people were dead serious, and I said there's no way y'all fools are being for real right now, dude. Are y'all are the Jazz even favored? In- against any playoff opponent in a series like t- tell me that no what team what team can you match them up with that you're like the jazz oh yeah <laughs> i just i just don't see it man i don't see it the only team that i would be like you know what they got a chance um and this and they're not even in the same conference and this team i'm about to mention isn't even close to the playoff race <laughs> but if you were to match them up against the Detroit Pistons, I'd be like, they might win in seven. I'd be like, oh, man. you talk a win in seven. You cold, bro. You cold. <laughs> and I was, listen, I'm a Lakers they, fan. They, hey, hey, they've lost to three. They've lost three games to three of the worst teams in the league this year. They've lost what to the Rockets. Saying? They've lost to the Pistons. <laughs> and they just lost to the Spurs. So yeah. that's like actually technically the Spurs are the fourth worst, I guess, right now. But yes, point and stands. I'm sitting here and I'm telling you, man, like I said, I'm a I'm a Laker fan. I'm a Laker fan, and I'm sitting here and I'm going, dog. There is no possible way. There is no possible way that the Utah Jazz should be fe- should be even thinking about can we compete in the playoffs. Y'all ain't the We Believe Warriors. Like, we got to get where it is. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm hoping that they're going to make a move and it's not to improve the team immediately. So, short-term setback for no. long, long-term gain. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Give them a few years, you know. Um, but, I mean, it's it's here's, here's something, though, too that's going with this season. This has been, if I was a betting man, I would have lost a lot of money on how this season is playing out so far. It's crazy here, man. Crazy. Absolutely. I would have lost, I'd have lost a lot of money on how this season is playing out so far. Like even, um, I, I, w- I didn't expect the Celtics to be leading the East. Um, even though it's only by a couple games, I didn't expect that. I expected the Sixers to probably be leading the East Sixers or the Nets. Um, Sixers just had an ugly loss the other night too. I just I don't understand what's yeah, going on with that team. They did. Um, I you know the the excuse me. Here's one thing I would have said though: the Clippers are going to be the Clippers. They're going to be middle of the pack in the Western Conference. Um, because they have a great coach over there. Um. So I would have, like, that's probably the one thing where I would have been like, yeah, they'll be good this year, you know. Um, But, man, most of the other stuff, I'm just, I'm really shocked on. I didn't, I didn't see the Kings being decent. Um, I didn't see the Suns being as inconsistent as they have been. 
but I guess with all the offseason drama, that's probably yeah. to be expected. Um, and the Pelicans are incredible without their two best players playing. They haven't Zion ain't played in like three weeks. I mean, I thought Brandon Ingram was the one who's missing all the time. Brandon Ingram's missing time. He's missed quite a bit of time. Zion hasn't played in a couple weeks. Um, because they were just talking about that when he went to when the Pelicans went to Oklahoma City. They were talking about how uh, every year Zion's been in the league was three years now. He's never played when they came to Oklahoma City, and they're saying he's on the. I think it was like a four six six game stretch that he hasn't played now. It's crazy. Uh, you know, so it's it's but the Pelicans that one shocked me. I did not see them being they're second in the West right now. They were number one in the West for a little bit. They're second in the West right now and looking good. They're on a three game streak. Yeah, that's, you know? that that seems crazy, man. It's like uh, Zion, once he figures out how to use his his gravity, his off ball gravity more. He's, yeah. he's just going to be a pure monster. And, he, and he's also got to figure out that defensive inattentiveness a little bit. Yeah. Like, he just sags too too much off certain guys. Like, I saw him leaving shooters against the Jazz, and I'm just like, what are you doing, bro? Just mm-hmm. stay on your man. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I don't think he has enough in-game reps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, he he just needs time, for sure. He needs time. If Zion could play a full season without getting hurt, he would be so good. Yeah, those interruptions really seem like they, they stunt his growth. Yeah, no, they've, they've stunted his growth and, um, <clears throat> you know, um, because I, I, I like him. I think that he's going to be a great player. Um, but he just, you know, you had the whatever injury, then you had the other injury, and then you had, they said he was hurt, but it really looked like he had just gained a ton of weight. And, you know, you were just kind of like, is this guy wanting to play? But I feel like right now he's just trying to kind of, he, he wants to find his footing. Um, But I think the key to him finding his footing is was the acquisition of uh CJ McCullum. Um that's gonna be a big key. I feel so. like C- CJ doesn't he holds the ball too long sometimes. Like it's like dude CJ get get that ball to your to your scores. Get it to Brandon, yeah, no. Brandon Ingram <clears throat> get it to get it to Zion. Absolutely. Like, come on bro. Come oh no absolutely and I think CJ as soon as CJ can figure out how to be that veteran leader the team needs. He'll get that ball out of his hands a lot faster, and they'll that that offense will look a lot more fluid. Um, but right now, you know, I what I like the most though is C.J. McCollum. Um, he's he's he can be more of a vocal guy for him, um, and kind of help them get into certain spots. I'm not saying that he. They they had some he had some success in Portland you know they they made it to the Western Conference Finals what twice a couple times while he was there you know pretty consistent playoff team um, I, I think that he brings a little bit of the experience that those that the young guys need um, and I think that that's going to be a big help 
you know, being a big part of their future success as well. Word. <laughs> well, um, are you excited for, uh, like, let's say Donovan Mitchell's return to to Utah? Um, it's coming up on like the tenth, I want to say, of January, and then you got also you got Luca versus Zion two. Hopefully, Zion will be playing again uh, on the seventh of January. So you got some interesting interesting matchups, interesting games coming up. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm actually very excited for the. I, I want to see the reception. Number one, I want to see the reception of Donovan Mitchell in Utah. Um, but then I cannot wait for him to drop like 45 points on Utah and do it in the most inefficient fashion. You know. He's been I'm really talking. efficient this year, man. He's been super he, efficient. He has, but man, there's something about him shooting in Utah. That man gonna go nine for twenty-five from three. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, but now nah, I'm I am actually I think that's gonna be a great game. I love it when you know a a, a story player kind of returns to that franchise. It's almost like that prodigal son moment. Uh, so I think that's going to be a good game to watch. Uh, Luca versus Zion, too. <clears throat> that's going to be really good. Um, you know, even though Luca has an advantage, the man been playing pro ball for 10 years. He started playing pro ball when he was, like, 14. Yeah, you know, so I, I like I like that still, too. Um, I want to see, you know, I want to see those two games. Uh, Mavs are on a tear. You know, they're playing really good basketball right now. They embarrassed my Lakers on Christmas Day. Um, and, uh, you know, Luca is being Luca. You said rest in peace. Yeah, do your Lakers. <laughs> man, without, without Anthony Davis, it's tough out there, man. Hey, man. Hey, they won last night. Um, so that snapped a three-game losing streak. I mean, that's that's you good know, and all, but I mean, they they only beat the Magic, but hey, you know, here's the thing though. Thomas Bryant is finding his way. I'm not saying he can replace Anthony Davis, but he's so much better than winning Gabriel. Good lord, winning Gabriel's kind of quantity round 2.0. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. What what uh, what kind of moves do you want to see the Lakers make in the offseason to help short up this core? Everybody, <laughs> include listen, trade LeBron James so his fans can get off of my Twitter feed. Uh, you know, get rid of that food. No, make, I'm don't get Genie rid of sell. Make Genie sell. <laughs> Tell Genie to listen, man. Genie just got her ring. You know, she just got engaged. Now, now focus on getting us another ring, okay? Fire Rob Palenka. This man don't know what he's doing. Um, he has no idea. I would like to see them. They don't got no stinking draft picks, so hopefully they can, you know, get a decent backup big man in free agency. Well, and then Genie's Twitter doesn't have to get hacked again for for her to sell sell PlayStations or something. Yo, listen, man, that was the funniest crap in the world. That was so funny. I shot a look. I actually messaged uh, her account <laughs> when that happened. 
I was like, yo, I got five dollars on that. If you can trade LeBron and get me some draft picks, <laughs> you get a reply. Nah. I would I would like to see that I just want to I want to see the Lakers actually make a decent uh free agency move. Um they're gonna have a lot of more money um with Russell Westbrook's contract coming off the books. I have a funny feeling they'll re-sign him to a two year, three year deal. I just hope they don't overpay him. Yeah, you would hope so. You no, know, but it's LA. Everybody's overpaid. So I <laughs> We just finished paying uh, Luau Dang last year. Oh, dang. That, that contract seemed like a, that hung over your guys' head for like a decade. Contract. Pay that man $80 million to be trash. Timofoy Mozgov. <laughs> Tim, I, I can't remember. Timofey, I can't. Mr. Mozgov. Timofey Mozgov. You had, some, you had some nasty contracts. Lakers had some nasty contracts. Well, look, hey, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Listen, man. Kobe, everybody knew Kobe was about to retire. We all just kind of felt it. And then Kobe, you know, retired. Rest in peace to the Mamba. And then Mitch Kupchak just started throwing money everywhere. Oh, dude. It's like to anybody that would take it. It was like the yeah. strangest that, that CBA, that CBA deal went up, and Mitch Kupchak was like, "Who won fifty million? <laughs> I say, I say, what? Le- LeBron got all kinds of guys paid. Poor. And then, and then they hired Rob Palenka, and the CBA deal went up again, and Rob was like, "I got seventy million for whoever wants to to come here." And not make the playoffs. <laughs> we don't need big men. Let's just let's sign twelve guards, re-sign Anthony Davis, and hope that Thomas Bryant doesn't get hurt. And let's rock. Everybody gets ten million and a Porsche. That's what Rob Palenka doing in LA right now. Man, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe's up up there looking at Rob going like. Man, you should have been fired. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. He's like, if this Kobe, is Kobe. If, this, if this is if this is how you were running stuff when I when I was around, Kobe turning over in his grave right yeah. now, man. <laughs> Kobe, if Kobe was still here, he would have called Rob and been like, "You was only supposed to give me that type of money, not these bums." <laughs> Like comparatively speaking to some of the other people that we've signed the last couple of years and paid the last couple of years, yeah. but we paying Kendrick Nunn seven million dollars to come off the bench if it's a guaranteed win or loss and be a brick <laughs> and shoot twelve percent. Oh, oh my goodness, I did not know what's that. <laughs> At one point, he went through a stretch of games where he he went through like a six game stretch where he didn't make a shot. Oh my gosh, Smith's trash. He's like, <laughs> Patrick. Listen, Patrick Beverly scored fourteen points last night, and I said this is the most successful game we've had all year. 
Dude, I don't know what happened to Patrick Beverly. He was okay in Minnesota. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened either. This man came to LA. He's like, but the Lakers signed me. I'm, I'm, we're going to the playoffs. And I was like, you know what? We just might. Then he got here. And it was like, the defense was cool. Because the defensive rating, this is a fact. Defensive rating with Patrick Beverly on the floor is, is a very high defensive rating. The offensive rating with anybody on the floor is off, god awful. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about the Pat Bev trick, y'all Lakers. Um, I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> All right. So we're going to close this thing up. Um, listeners, if you have any questions for us, any topics you'd like to talk us about to us about, you can hit us up uh, on the Twitterverse at Bus and Barker, B U S S A N D B A R K E R. And, uh, well, I'm not sure what else, there, what else there is to say. AJ, you want to play us off? Hey, man. Appreciate y'all. We love y'all. All three of y'all that be listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, one day it'll be 3,000. One day it'll be 3,000. Big shout out uh, to Drip Fit. Uh, Drifted Supplements, a company that I'm partnering with, uh, working on getting them, you know, to be a sponsor. Warrior Fitness Gym, the official sponsor of Bus and Barker on basketball. Uh, big shout out to our sponsors. Uh, we'll be doing some ads or something at some point with them. But outside of that, y'all be easy, man. Man, I was about to say Merry New Year. I'm still tired. <laughs> y'all know what it is. I got kids, man. I can't think straight. <laughs> Merry New Year to all. Merry New Year, people. <laughs> Alrighty. Happy New Year, folks. And we are out.